Welcome to the Michael Finkley Show. I'm Michael Finkley. Today is Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. Y'all, halfway through the week, hang in there. Two more days to the weekend. Two more. So hang in there. We got it. All right. If you have not already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Michael Finkley Show and ring that bell for notification and you will receive notification about us uploading new content to our channel. Today, we have an exclusive interview for this awesome, wonderful Wednesday. We have Miss Nicole Boom of WBTW 13 News right here in the PD area of South Carolina, covering the PD area and the Grand Strand. Take a look at her 30 years at WBTW. Take a look. Nicole has been a part of the WBTW family since 1989. With her job, she has interviewed and met people from all walks of life. From hurricanes to elections, Nicole had us covered. Nicole believes in giving back to her community as well. She graduated from Witherham College in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and was born and raised in Spartanburg County. She truly believes in the phrase, coverage you can count on. She's given of herself for the past 30 years, and I'm telling you, she is not stopping. More to come with Mr. Cole Boom. We'll be right back. Next, we interview Miss Nicole Boom. We'll be right back. On the next Michael Finkley, Friday, we have family man, pastor, and councilman Robert Woodbury with us as we talk about his run for mayor of Mullen, South Carolina. What are his plans? Well, find out this and more on the next Michael Finkley. Show. Um, we have a special guest with us today. We're excited to have her. She really doesn't need an introduction. She really doesn't. She is the awesome Miss Nicole Boom. No, you're too kind. You're too kind. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on your show. It's wonderful what you're doing, getting those conversations out, talking with people. So uh, you're the superstar. So thanks for having oh. me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for being on. But one, my first question, you yeah. have been watching you all of my life, basically, and you are so beautiful. You don't age. Why don't you age? Oh, gosh. Well, I think I age. You're very kind. I totally age. You know, and I used to not want to tell people my age, but I am 53. And I'm and thinking, you look good. I sh well, thank you. I'm trying to embrace that. You know, I don't know. I First of all, my mother beautiful, great genes. My father, who died when I was 18 and he was 42, handsome, good-looking man. So I got some good genes, some good old genes from Roebuck, South Carolina, from where I'm from with my mom and my dad. And I do try to stay, you know, active. I like to work out. I love to be outdoors. I love the sunshine and the beach, but I, I have learned to put sunscreen on my face right safety you know. first I know so mm -hmm. I, so I don't know you're very kind to say that but I just it's I'm, true this, this is it and I just try to to love what I got and keep it good because I have this new man in my life and I'm glad he uh liked what he saw for the third time oh, yeah we're going to talk yeah. about him too yeah so let's go back to life in um, upstate South Carolina in Spartan yeah. County um, tell us about life there and some of your influences along the way. 
So I am a good old country girl. I am from a little town called Roebuck, South Carolina, and it is in Spartanburg County in the upstate where I like to say it's God's country. I used to say when I was getting closer to home, I would start doing this, going up and down the hills, you know, <laughs> so flat in the PD and the coast. But, you know, I probably the biggest influences in my life were my family. Mm -hmm. My grandmother on my mother's side, she was actually a businesswoman. And to me, I watched her. She ran an insurance agency and she oh, wow. dressed to the nine every day. And do you know, she wore her high heels. She wore her suits, many of which she made. She was a seamstress on top of being oh, wow. a standing businesswoman. And I was just blown away. She mm -hmm. made a couple of my prom dresses and my formal dresses when I got to college. So I think when I think about influences, I think about my grandmother because back then, you think about that, that was, you know, 40 years ago and I'm watching her be this unbelievable business lady. She's mm -hmm. running this operation for an insurance agency. And I'm thinking she was way ahead of her years. But you know what? She also loved the Lord and she also had grace and she just was a lot of fun and we had great conversations. So I admired her from that perspective. My dad's mother, she never knew how to drive, but she knew how to raise a family. She worked on the farm. Uh, I watched her shell peas on Saturday and work in the garden <laughs> and make biscuits homemade biscuits every day with ham and red-eye gravy and she was a strong woman who led her family and her grandchildren so these women were my influences along with my mother who did some of the same things and my father who died way too soon at 42 he believed in me and he said this to my grandmother one day sitting at the table they were up he would go up and have lunch with her and they were watching the local cbs affiliate where I'm WSPA. And he looked at the anchor at that time. Her name is, was Jane Robolo. And she went on to CBS this morning and then came back. And now she's back um, at a station in Greenville. He said, you know, Nikki could do that. I could see Nikki doing that. Oh, I love it. Who knew I would end up doing this? Unfortunately, he never got to see that, but he knew something way before I did. But my belief is that he's been watching in heaven all along. Of course. Seeing of course. some of the good stuff that's happened. So those are my influences, I would wow. say. Oh, wow. And I'm so glad you said that because I was leading up to the question of, did you always know that you want to be an anchor? No. Are you someone saw it in you? I, 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 I think it was just a fluke and the, the good Lord said, find that woman something to do. She just likes to talk too much. <laughs> you know, actually when I started in college, I went to Winthrop in Rock Hill. Mm -hmm. I really saw myself going down a PR road, you know, public right. relations, working for a firm, being their voice, being, being the person at the front for them. And when, as soon as I did an internship though at WSPA in Spartanburg mm -hmm. and I saw what news was all about. I said, oh boy, do I like this. And here's why. I am so competitive and you got to really? be first on everything with this business. I want it first. I want to tell you first. I want to be on the air first and I don't like to lose. I'm a terrible loser. Wow. So that was one thing that really sparked my fire. I love the fact 
that you were out every day, you were meeting people and you were telling their stories, you were listening and you were bringing something of value to their, literally to their dinner table every night because that's when people really gathered around to watch TV. So that really just sparked my fire. I liked that every day I was doing something different. I was at a meeting, I was at a, a, a wreck, I was at a fire, I was at, you know, a protest or whatever the case may be. It was just really got me going. So I say I caught the news bug then and that's why I said, eh, let's do something different. Oh, wow, that's so neat. Wow. And, and I've just been blessed. It just worked out. It just mm-hmm. worked out. But I, now I've worked hard. Don't get me wrong. I've worked hard. Mm-hmm. First time I ever went into a tobacco field, I said, what in the world is this? <laughs> I mean, ruined shoes, hot, sweaty, carrying tons of equipment. Now, now they use everything. They can do it on their phone. Mm-hmm. Sure Back then, it was a big camera, a deck, a light, a tripod. You could forget having any clothes to last very long because you were sure to mess them up as you were as you were reporting. But gosh, it wouldn't change a thing. I learned so much back then. It really made me who I am today. Oh, that's awesome. And in 30 years, Nicole, what are some of your favorite stories or some of your most memorable stories? You know, there there's a wide spectrum there because some are really cool, fun, and then some are some are sad. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with some of the some of the sad ones and then end on the good note because that's that's what we call the kicker at the end of the newscast. Something to fun and lift you up and be nice, right? We tell you all the bad stuff at the beginning, but at the end, we want you to have the kicker to lift you up. So I would say some of the most memorable ones that were really heart-wrenching was the Susan Smith case. She, even though it was not a case that was in the PD or Grand Strand where we were, it was so statewide and in fact, nationally, Uh, People were tuning into this story about the woman in Union County who Mm -hmm. said her two children had been abducted by a man and took them, and that was not the case. She had had taken her children and drowned them Mm -hmm. in the river, you know, in a lake there. And following that story, as I was on the verge of having children, I think, or had just had at least one child, I, I just couldn't imagine. It just, it consumed me emotionally and mentally to know how could someone do this to their children? And I think it was the first time I actually realized people do really bad things sometimes, you know? And I can remember when we found out they had found those children at the bottom of that lake. It was just terrible. And even the, and there were some people with ties to that story in our area, Mm -hmm. but it was, an upstate story, but the impact was statewide and nationwide. So that was one of the stories that really impacted me. Another one of the stories that I would say has impacted me through the years and one that I got to tell live on the air was the removal of the Confederate flag. So when they decided to take that down after the Charleston church shootings, it was around the lunchtime hour and we went live with it and it was just emotional. You know, hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of people gathering to watch. And, you know, I, I said, is I, and I'm ad-libbing, you know, uh, 
you know, I bring I bring us on the air. Good afternoon, everyone. You know, history's being made. There you can see Governor Nikki Haley on the steps. I can remember seeing Representative Terry Alexander of Florence in the crowd. You know, and I'm calling out all these people that I know and that are there. And it was just, it was, it was just um, so emotional to witness it. And we don't give our opinions. It's not about giving the opinion. It's about the event and it happening and what it meant to so many different people. You know, I mean, we were making history right then and I got to be a part of that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, so and, and one other story that happened here that was really tough was when baby Grace, she was a couple months old and her mother was out in Socasty and she had some challenges and she took the baby out and let the baby go in, in the river. And we, the baby, she walked up to somebody's house and said, I can't find my baby. The search went on for baby Grace for a while. And then they finally found baby Grace. And I was the one that went on the air that day, uh, breaking news. And I can remember the police chief in Horry County saying, we have found baby Grace. I was so overwhelmed. When I think about it now, I want to cry and not and I cried on the air it was all I could do to not just break down because I thought why 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 did this have to happen so those are the stories that have impacted me like that emotionally uh, life-changing but serious stories yes. some fun ones here's the fun ones you ready for this I'm ready okay we're gonna start <laughs> with uh, Darlington Raceway, mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, do you know him? Are you, are you, you're not old I'm enough that you don't know him? Okay. <laughs> Days of Thunder, mm -hmm. the movie. So he's there filming that movie and we get a call at the TV station and CNN at that time wanted to use some of our crew to send their guy down to interview Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, of course, all the women wanted to go. Of course. But Cecil Chandler was the one that got to go. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was like, dang it. So they were going to meet over there at 52. I think it was the Thunderbird, not the Thunderbird, but one of the hotels at 95 and 52. Mm -hmm. And Cecil gets over there and he's missing a piece of equipment. He calls the TV station. And he goes, I need such and said, I said, I'll be right there. So I got my little car and I went over there and I acted like I was doing something that I was helping him. I totally wasn't helping. I was like, you know, just staring at this guy. So that was pretty cool getting to meet Tom Cruise. He touched my shoulder. He wrote his name on a piece of paper. And that you was fun. I do actually. You know, a lot, of, I, I don't save a lot of stuff, but I've been going through some of my things and I did find them. And the second fun thing that I really got, that I really enjoyed doing was in the 90s, we went to see uh, The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful in action out in LA. And I got to meet all of the soap stars and got to interview a bunch of them behind the scenes. And I got to be on The Young and the Restless for about that long. I was acting like I was on a payphone in the background. We didn't have payphones anymore. But back then I was acting like I was doing something in the mm -hmm. hospital scene, but Victor, from the Young and the Restless, mm -hmm. Eric Braden. I got, to, when I met him, I was a little bit, I was like, ah, oh, he's so nice. It's just like a guy. So, 
time. Yeah, so those are some fun oh, stories. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I hope wow. that wasn't too long. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. But <laughs> you mentioned your family a lot as well, and we got to see your family grow as well. So you have a daughter and a son. Your son's at Clemson. Well, no, my son actually graduated from Clemson wow. in May, and he already right. has a real job. He is working for Barton, Ma Barton Mallow out of Charlotte, mm -hmm. a construction company, and he is working for them, and he's actually uh, working with them building the Carolina Panthers training facility in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So he has a real job, and he's on his own. <laughs> and so I'm so proud. And then my daughter, she is a rising sophomore, also at Clemson. So awesome. she's been a couple more years. Yes. Oh, I love it. How was that growing up for them, seeing their mama on TV every day? They didn't care. <laughs> I was just mom. Mom, I need this. Mom, sign this piece of paper for, for school. Mom, it's soccer ball travel weekend. Mom, I need gotcha. this for cheer. Mom, you know, so. So you're a mama, not Nicole Boone. Oh, gosh, no. Yes. And I that's fine. It. And they have no desire, thankfully, to go into this business because or, you know, along the way, then it never even occurred to him. My daughter wants to be a doctor. And like oh, I said, wow. my son is already in his first job. So I figured mm -hmm. if things didn't work out and I ended up by myself down the road, my son was going to build me a tiny house and at least my daughter could take care of me because she was going to be a doctor. And I, and I had a rescue set. dog. So <laughs> it was going to be me and my rescue dog. But now I... It's gotten a whole lot better. So. It's gotten, and let's talk about that better. You found love. Let's talk about this awesome fiance of yours. Listen, he is awesome. He is awesome. So we dated in college mm -hmm. my senior year in 1988, briefly. And then we went our separate ways, both got married, had children, mm -hmm. and then uh, ended up both of us getting divorced. But we sort of kind of stayed in touch along the the way because I was the little sister to his fraternity, which is was a teak. He was a teak, TKE, and I was a little sister. So, you know, different things would come up along the way and you'd hear about somebody or and you might, you know, connect and hey, did you hear about so and so? That sort of thing. So and then right. in two thousand ten, I believe it was, nine or ten, we dated again for about a month and I was like, ah, it's just not gonna work. But I loved him. I, I was actually very much in love with him. Mm -hmm. We were in college. And then in 2017, March 23rd, 2017, we talked again and he he said, I'm coming to the beach. Would you like to have dinner? And I went, hmm, let me think about that. Okay. So uh, we had dinner on March 23rd, 2017 at Gulfstream Cafe in Garden City. And Two years later, he asked me to marry him there, and I have have been just blissfully happy. Oh, I love it. So it's crazy. I said I was never getting married again, and he said mm -hmm. the same thing, and I never thought that our paths would, would cross like that. But the good Lord always has something fun for you that you never know that's going to come your way. Always. And never say never. Look at that. Never. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never dreamed I would be retiring, you know, at this age. And mm -hmm. because I really have more years to give to the industry. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when it's time, it's time. And I, and I just feel so good with my soul about going out on top. I feel like I've 
made a difference a little mm -hmm. bit in people's lives? I certainly hope so because I love I love our people, the people that have watched, even the people that haven't been kind along the way. I love them because I just believe in showing love and grace to everyone and trying to do unto others as they've done unto you. And I've made mistakes along the way. I've had bad nights on TV. I've, I've messed some names up and I've had, you know, gosh. So I just, but most of all, I hope that people have seen that I genuinely care. And that's the thing. I care enough that I don't mind going to get the mail every day and I don't mind picking up the phone and I don't mind doing my part because I believe that's, what we need to do. Never think that you're too good to do anything that you wouldn't want somebody else to do, you know? Yeah. And because we're all special, we're all equal, we're all made in the eyes of God, in my opinion. And remain humble. If you remain humble, my mother would say, eat your humble pie every day. And I ate it because you know what? You never know when your circumstance will change. And mm -hmm. I, I knew that. I felt that early on at the age of 18, when my father died and he was 42, my second semester in college, my whole life changed. Wow. Whole life. I'm an only child. My father dies. My mother's 38 because she was 21 when she had me. So mm -hmm. never, never take anything for granted because in a blink of an eye, it can change. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Love people. Even when people are not lovable, mm -hmm. continue to love. I continue to smile. And, and that doesn't mean I didn't get upset and wasn't hurt when people were ugly. I mean, I had people say really mean things to me. I, I, I had one guy call me an idiot. And I hope, okay. <laughs> <laughs> going I was at that moment. I'm sorry. You know, maybe I was an idiot at the moment. But I'm sure that gave me the right to do that. Because I would never do that to someone. But that's okay. Anyway, so I just always believe that you you treat people the way that you want to be treated, and I wish that more people would do that and and get off the social media and mm -hmm. taking jabs and and let's have more love in this world because more love is where it is at, and that is the game changer. What whatever love looks like to you, it doesn't have to be um, a certain religion. Or it just has to be how you treat others. Have that love, you know, love on everybody. When, 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 when I go and I would talk to children, I love them all. I love them all. And I tell them, you're special. You have great things. I need you to graduate high school and then do something after that. If, you, if college isn't your thing, I need you to go to tech, go in the military. You do something. You better yourself on the next level because you're special and you can do it. I love it. And I just, I hope that God will continue to keep using me that way. And he'll, and he'll guide me into whatever that looks like. I think that's why I love this platform that you and I have now. Mm -hmm. I just want to keep sharing how special everybody is. And everybody didn't get to be raised in a home like me where I saw love. I was love. Yeah. I am so blessed. I never worried if I was going to have a meal. I never worried if anybody was going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. Not all children have that. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, this is so true. So if you say something to them that gives them hope in their little lives when you meet them out, 
and 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 ask God to put a, a protection around them till they get older. Maybe they'll remember something that says, you know, I had a rough life, but someone said I was important. Yeah. That TV lady yeah. said I was important. Yeah. That I'm and it sticks with them. Maybe with them. you know, maybe it'll make a difference. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe I'm just a dreamer and that's unrealistic. But no, I don't. Well, we're gonna keep on dreaming. Then we're gonna keep I'm, on dreaming. Coming up, Nicole tells us what she plans to do after retirement. Don't you go away. The Finkley Experience is an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. We assist parents and their students with the college process. We train school administrators, and we also partner with colleges and universities to assist with their first-generation population. To learn more about our consulting firm and to purchase our book and workbook, please visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com. Why you're here today, you and I have been friends, like I said, for a long time as we've worked at this TV station together, and I have admired your beautiful skin, your fantastic way that you apply makeup, and I wanted to partner with you on providing monthly skincare and makeup tips, and so I'm really excited about this partnership that you agreed to do it. I think our viewers are going to- Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Michael Finkley Show. Um, you just saw a clip from Nicole Boom's um, YouTube channel, Conversations with Nicole. Um, so talk about this project, um, Nicole, and what else are you working on? Well, you know, it just sort of evolved with COVID-19. And I was thinking, why am I not having some conversations with some people? Right. I that. Why not start something that's different outside of just doing the news? that shows me in a different light that gives me a chance to really engage with some pretty awesome folks and share some news nuggets something that's maybe it's entertaining maybe it's just informative maybe it's educational maybe it's just fun whatever the topic why not use this talent the gift of gab right mm -hmm. right and, and put it out there so i said hmm Conversations with Nicole. Let me see if I can figure out how to do these Zoom things on my phone. Let me grab a laptop and let me figure this out. And it has just brought so much joy to my life. And I have really been able to talk to some people. And these are just everyday people that I just think are awesome. Emma J. Hamilton from Mullen, South Carolina. She's a member of the Jeb Mac Band, and everybody loves Emma. That is what I said in this conversation. And she's from I know you know her. I know you know her. So I love Emma. Mm -hmm. I love her story. And I love being able to share her perspective. And she gave so much insight of what it was like to be not only uh, the only woman in a, as a typical country music band, but she's yeah. also African-American. So how cool is that? Right. I mean, just shows... We can do anything we want. You can That's be it. anything you want. And yeah. it, let's let's take people out of these little boxes and open it up. Emma, in my opinion, is an example of all things that are good in this world about how she's embraced some of the good and some of the bad that still keeps fighting. God gave her, her this talent to sing and play music. She's so good. She knows how to play some of the stuff by ear. I had to learn by notes how to play the piano. She just does it. 
So why not showcase these people? Why not tell them about experiences? What can we learn from the Emma J. Hamiltons of the world? We can learn a lot. We can learn a lot. So I said, I'm going to do it. And we're doing it. And I'm doing one now with my friend, Chastity Pendergrass. She actually used to work with us. But mm -hmm. now she works for the city of Myrtle Beach as her full-time job. But she just thought she's so, she's so amazing. She just keeps going to school. I'm like, how do you just keep going to school? Getting all these degrees. And her last thing she did was skincare specialist. She's waiting wow. to get her uh, license with COVID-19. Of course, it's put that on hold. Of course. So I was like, Chas, why don't we do a monthly segment and you come and talk about skincare and makeup because you are beautiful in that respect. Great skin, knows her stuff. She's educated. And that woman can apply makeup like I've never seen. Like she's just walking perfection. She's just walking perfection. So we're doing that. So why not? Why not? Why not show some good stuff, right? Exactly. Why not Why not talk about some small businesses that have had struggles? Why not talk about charities? Why not just talk about great people, address some issues? It doesn't have to just to be politics and stuff like that all the time. Let's just get mm -hmm. down to the nitty gritty and talk about these people out there. No, They're real people. people. Some real people like you, you're next. You're coming to my show. Y'all heard that right. Okay, great. Yay. <laughs> it's on record. I love it. So I know that you're not going to be full-time anymore at WBTW, but you're coming back as part-time. Talk about that. Right. So when I said, Hey, it's time for me to move on. I found this great man. We're going to get married. I'd like to retire. And if you're open to it, Hey, I'd like to come back once a month, do some fun stuff be the special events anchor. I even came up with the title. And I said, you know, why not ask? The only thing I could do is say yes or no, right? Exactly. So I'll be back once. And they said, sure. And I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> so now I get to come back once a month, engage with the audience, do some fun things that are uplifting. Whether, you know, I don't know what it's gonna, going to look like in December when I would start my monthly appearance. Yeah. I, my thought was Brook Green Gardens has Nights of a Thousand Candles, and that might be something that would still continue if we're dealing with COVID-19 issues. Right. You could social distance, and it would still happen. Mm -hmm. So I'll come back and do something fun like that. I'll go live. I'll maybe interview okay. some folks. I'll do some Facebook lives. I'll engage with everybody, and it'll be good to, to see the audience and for the audience to see me, and I can tell them how much I love them, and I'm glad to be back. Oh, so. Wow, because we're going to miss that face of yours and that awesome smile, Nicole. We're going to miss it. Encouraging words for the viewer that is looking at you as a role model and saying, I want to be like her. Or I want to go into this profession. What are some words uh, of encouragement? Well, if someone really wants to go into broadcasting and be a journalist, you need to go into it because not that you want to be on TV, but that you really want to tell the stories that people need to hear about their local communities, mm -hmm. holding the government accountable, holding people accountable, finding out what's really going on in their, in their area that they are serving and being true to that. That's really the public servant that you are in this role. Mm -hmm. And that's bottom line has always been what you should be doing as a journalist. There's no agenda. There's no, I want to 
the right wing, left wing. It is just the facts of telling local news and being true to that. That would be my words if you really want to go into this business. Be prepared for long hours. Be prepared for it to change. Be prepared to do more and get paid less. But if you really want to do something like this and you have the passion, you can do it. It's really up to you. I love it. Nicole said the best. Couldn't have said it better myself. How can they find you on social media? Oh, many ways. So my Nicole Boone fan page on Facebook. I am on Instagram, Nicole Boone TV News, I think it is. I am on Twitter. And uh, I do have a personal page, but those are, those are the ways you can reach me. And I also have a YouTube channel. Love for you to subscribe to that and send me, you know, questions, comments, concerns, whatever you'd like. So that's the way I want to stay connected. So exactly. And we're going to stay connected with you. All your information is going to be in the description box below of this um, episode of the Michael Finkley show. Thank you, Nicole, for being on. We really appreciate it. On the next Michael Finkley, Friday, we have family man, pastor, and councilman Robert Woodbury with us as we talk about his run for mayor of Mullen, South Carolina. What are his plans? Well, find out this and more on the next Michael Finkley. Welcome back. Did you enjoy the interview? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. It felt like I was talking to an old friend, right? It was awesome. She's so down to earth and she just answered the questions with ease. Of course, after 30 years, you know, of being in front of a camera, it's just come, it comes like breathing to you. And I appreciate you, Nicole, for being on. Thank you so much. And we're going to be in touch, all right? <laughs> on the next Michael Finkley, we have Mr. Robert Woodbury with us as he talks about his run for mayor of Mullen, South Carolina. What are his plans? Well, find out more on the next Michael Finkley this Friday. If you have not already, again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Michael Finkley Show and ring that bell for notification and you will receive information from us about new content uploaded. If you would love to be a guest on The Michael Finkley Show, please email us at michael at thefinkleyexperience.com. Thank you so much for watching. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll see you Friday. Have a good one.